Hello, and welcome to Health and Fitness Redefined. I'm your host, Anthony Amen. Join me today as we take a dive into the world of health and fitness, where we learn to overcome adversity, fix back jurisdiction, and see health and fitness in a whole new light. We've been on a roll for the last few weeks, all talking to some amazing chiropractors who really fit very well in this space. They adapt, they, they help heal, they help open your mind up to different types of techniques. So I'm really excited to have this new chiropractor on who's going to talk to us a little bit more about the spine, the nerves. He has a whole new brand new technique. He teaches chiropractors, MDs, and all that, his awesome techniques. But before we do that, don't forget, guys, Redefined Fitness now has some online training programs. That's right. If you're looking for some online personal training where you're going to get access to our wonderful personal trainers, get customized workouts fit to your schedule. Everything's going to be tracked and then bi-weekly meetings with us to help redo your next two weeks. Go check that out. We also have an amazing online nutrition program. It is not a diet. You guys know how much I hate diets. It is all about nutrition. And it's all done through me. We talk about your total calories, your macros. And instead of saying, eat all these foods that you're never going to be able to do for the rest of your life, I'm going to teach you how to eat foods you enjoy and get you back on track so you can learn and develop habits to eat healthy for a long, long time. But without further ado, let's welcome to the show, Pete. Pete, it's an absolute honor to have you on today. Thanks, Anthony. Super psyched to be here and ready to explore whatever you want to explore. Yeah, I'm excited. We've had a couple of chiropractors on, so it's been a nice little ride these last few months talking to you guys. So just tell us a little bit, though, about kind of why you got started, what made you want to become a chiropractor, and then what made you want to start zone school? Excellent. So basically how I got started, I was I was born and raised in New York City. I'm from Brooklyn, New York. And when I was a kid, it, I grew up in kind of a naturally oriented family, meaning that, you know, most people in America and probably the world, they go to a medical doctor. That's their primary doctor. But for whatever reason, my mom, <clears throat> I don't know how she figured all this out, but we had a chiropractor, a naturopath, and a homeopath. Those were our three doctors. So, I mean, we were healthy, but, you know, when we, when we needed any kind of doctoring, we had a, a chiropractor, homeopath, and a nat naturopath. So I kind of grew up in this natural environment as far as that aspect goes. And as much as I loved it, I never really thought I would be a chiropractor. It didn't really occur to me, quite frankly. And then I, I went to college. I went to Brandeis University in the Boston area. Um, I was an economics major because that's kind of what I thought I might want to do. And then after I graduated college, in, in the like I said, in the Boston area, I came back to New York City, lived in Brooklyn, and I worked in business for a few years. And I kind of started thinking, maybe I'll become a chiropractor. So... I had an excellent mentor who practiced for, you know, 45 years in Brooklyn. He was a real legend at the time. His, his healing of his healing abilities were really unique. And that was the chiropractor that I had grown up going to. And he kind of inspired me to go to chiropractic school. So I went to chiropractic school. I entered chiropractic school in 1993 and I graduated in 97. Now, as far as zone school, which was the second part of your question, it kind of went down like this. So, you know, when most people think of chiropractic, they think of like neck pain, back pain, musculoskeletal issues of different types. And, you know, obviously some chiropractors help people with 
different things. So maybe maybe there's someone who goes to their chiropractor and you know their they have their di- their digestion is bothering them, and after a series of adjustments, wow, their digestion gets better. Or maybe they're having sinus problems, which clear up after a series of adjustments. So things things like that can certainly happen. But 99% of chiropractors in this world, if you walk in their office and you interview everyone in their waiting room and say, hey, why are you here? Like, what, why'd you stop by? Like, what are you doing here today? 99% of them are there for neck and back pain. So although there are chiropractors that understand the bigger picture of what chiropractic possibly can help with, the bottom line is 99% of the people in their waiting room are coming to them for musculoskeletal problems. So with that said, because I had a very unique um, path of learning, and this is, I didn't learn any of this in chiropractic school. I just, I just went to chiropractic school to get my DC degree. But because I had a very unique path of learning over these years, you know, from the 1990s until now, 80% of my patients come to me for non-musculoskeletal stuff. So the people coming to me are coming to heal their thyroid, their liver, their blood sugar, their blood pressure their uterus, their ovaries, their lungs, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And I, again, I don't, I just do it with my hands, just my hands and me and them in two minutes. So I'm not, not giving any supplements or not, not that any of that is not good. It's great, but I don't do that. Just me and my hands and them in two minutes and they're healing from all these organic problems. And not to mention the 20% that come from musculoskeletal to me, most of them have been to three other chiropractors, two acupuncturists, a medical doctor, and they're still suffering with whatever that musculoskeletal issue is. And they come in and five, six visits are completely healed. So anyway, so having had this uh, healing success, for lack of a better way to put it, having had this healing success with the non-musculoskeletal, which is very unique in chiropractic, and the musculoskeletal at a higher level, I wanted to teach other chiropractors. And this brings me to what you asked about zone school. So I decided about six years ago or so to open a school for chiropractors so I could teach them to do what I do. And right now um, we have about 1,400 members. I've also let in other doctors and healers since then. So any doctor or healer, we have chiropractors, acupuncturists, naturopaths, medical doctors, Reiki masters, physical therapists, anyone who's a doctor or healer of any type is now welcome to join Zone School. And the Zone School basic course is about 50 hours. It's an online program. So when they join, whatever they know already from wherever they went to school or whatever they learned, then they get exposed to 50 hours of me teaching them online, which they can they can watch five minutes a day or they can watch two hours a day or whatever they want. But they, they, have, the, they have lifetime access to this 50 hours. And they start producing what the world calls miracles in healing. They start achieving healing results, which, you know, people would look at from the outside and say, well, it's a miracle. I, I, I can't, it's hard to believe that even happens, but that's what happens. So let's go through a couple of examples and kind of get a little more of understanding of what it is you're looking for, doing, and that kind of stuff. So what's a typical patient coming in looking to get done when they come see you specifically well you know i'm i'm i like to uh i like to just go with results because as you know anthony um theories and um philosophies are a dime a dozen you know someone could have a very interesting philosophy about whatever it could be about a, i heard you talking before about eating 
could be about a way to eat or a way to exercise. Two things that you're an expert at. You're an expert at both those, exercising and eating, right? So there's many theories and philosophies on this is a way to exercise or this is a way to eat. But at the end of the day, what are the results? You know, what are the results? When this person ate this way or this person exercised this way, what happened to them? You know, did they become very healthy? So that's when you ask what people are kind of looking for and what people are looking for results. If someone comes to me and they say to me, hey, Dr. Pete, they tell me they've had migraine headaches seven days a week for the last 10 years. And before they came to me, they went to three other chiropractors and acupuncturists and natural whatever, and they still have migraine headaches seven days a week. The only thing I'm interested in doing is making their headaches go away forever. That's that's all I'm interested in. So there's, if if they come to me, let's say they come to me once a week. Let's just let's just use that as a random example. Let's say they come once a week. They come to me once a week. We'll just call it for six weeks. I'm just making this up because everyone everyone obviously heals at their own rate. But let's just say someone comes to me once a week for six weeks and they're sitting in front of me saying man dr pete it's like a miracle i don't know what happened like and they're telling me they they're headache free headache free well that's good enough for me now next thing let's say someone comes to me and tells me they have acid reflux or heartburn they're eating their food they get acid reflux heartburn their digestion is a mess and let's say they come to me you know once or twice a week five six weeks seven weeks whatever it is then they're sitting there telling me, hey, Dr. Pete, like they're telling me their digestion is perfect. All those things they had are deleted out of their life. That's good enough for me. So I just want to start the answer, Anthony, by saying results come first. It, you know, be, before and afters are pretty obvious, right? Like we know the before and then we know the after. And I'll just give one musculoskeletal example. Let's say someone comes to me and tells me that they've had a low back condition for 10 years, but they've got adjusted. They've went to chiropractors. And they're kind of like managing this low back problem. And it's managed. It's 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 managed. So they they might even get adjusted once a week all year round just to kind of manage this low back problem. It's not really being fixed, but it's a, you know they're 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 a lot better off than they would be. But I'm not interested in that. I'm not interested in managing anything. I'm interested in fixing stuff. So they tell me they've had a low back problem for ten years, getting adjusted once a week for the whole ten years, and they come to me. My, my interest is after, you know, six, seven, eight, nine, 10, 11, 12 adjustments for their low back to be healed permanently forever. So the first part of the answer is what I'm looking for is results. That's number one. The second thing, the way the zone technique works is, um, and by the way, the, the website of Zone School kind of explains the zone. So if anyone's like really interested in the details, it's zoneschoolofhealing.com. So if someone goes to zoneschoolofhealing.com, they can, you know, play around and see what the zones are about. But I'll just briefly say the zone technique divides the body into six systems, which is the glandular system, which is all of our glands, of course. Our eliminative system, that's everything that eliminates our toxins, sinuses, lungs, kidneys, bladder, intestines, nerve system, brain, spinal cord, and of course, all the peripheral nerves. Digestive system, everything that digests and assimilates the food, liver, gallbladder, stomach, pancreas, etc. Muscle system, all the muscles, tendons, ligaments, etc. And lastly is the circulatory system. That's obviously everything that's responsible for the fluid flow in our body, the blood flow and stuff. So the way the zone technique looks at things, if anyone has any problem, 
some of the ones I mentioned, you know, headaches, digestive problems. Let's, it could be a woman who has terrible period cramps every month. She just is in bed the first day of her period. She can't even get out of bed. She's suffering with terrible cramps. It could be panic attacks, whatever it is, but whatever problem they're having, or it could be neck pain, whatever. It's due to a disturbance in one or more of the six systems because every cell in the body is in those six systems I mentioned. I mentioned the six systems. Every cell in the body is in one of those six systems. So any problem anyone could be having is due to a disturbance in one or more of those six systems. And when they come to someone who's trained in the zone technique, which obviously I am, and of course I teach people in my school, there's a very easy way to determine which of the six systems is not balanced. And then in a very gentle manner, interact with the body for two minutes and then reset the systems in question. And then you keep doing that until all the systems are reset basically. And then most likely they're all better. And can you like walk us through that process? So like, how would you be yeah, able to sure. tell sure. which system and then how to evaluate that system? What kind of tests you're doing specifically? Sure. So there's actually points on the back of the head. It's on the superior nuchal line. And the points in the superior nuchal line relate to six brain centers, six brain centers, which control those six systems that I mentioned. So there's like a glandular brain center, an eliminator brain center, a nerve brain center, a digestive brain center, a muscle brain center, and a circulatory brain center. And you can feel the points, well, someone who's trained in this can feel the points in the back of the head and know which of those brain centers are balanced and which are not. Now, Anthony, I'm, I'm sure you would know that if a brain center is balanced, there's two things that are happening. But if a brain center is not balanced, these two things are not happening. I'm, I'm going to tell your audience what those two things are. A brain center that's balanced, the first thing, it can actually monitor the system it controls. Like, we'll just take the glandular system as a random example. If the glandular brain center is balanced, it's monitoring the glands properly, the brain. It also, the second thing it can do is send the proper signals from the brain to those glands to either get healthy if they need to heal or re remain healthy, maintain their health. But a brain center that's not balanced cannot do those two things. A, it cannot monitor the system it controls because it's not balanced, doesn't know what's going on in that system. And two, or B, is even if it was balanced, it can't send the right signals because, let me rephrase that. Even if they were able to monitor the system, they can't send the right signals because it's not balanced. So a, a balanced brain center is important. The back of the head tells us which brain centers are balanced, which are not. Now, once we've identified which brain centers are not balanced, there's points in the spinal cord. And this is an important thing I'm going to say. There's points in the spinal cord that relate to the brain center in question, which a chiropractor would stimulate gently with a, call a chiropractic adjustment, an acupuncturist could put a needle there. Uh, another kind of healer could touch those areas gently. But if you know where to stimulate in the spinal cord, you will heal the brain centers in question. Now, here's a really interesting thing, which I wasn't going to mention today because, you know, I figured, wow, this is, you know, in different kind of contexts or shows, I would mention this. But in this, when I was coming on, this was the last thing on my mind. But when I heard your intro that you've interviewed some chiropractors, I will mention this. So there's an idea in chiropractic. It's called the safety pin cycle. That's what it's called, the safety pin cycle. And the safety pin cycle says this. It's pretty much taught in, I think, every chiropractic school in the world. Maybe some don't teach it. I don't know. 
But the safety pin cycle says this. I'm going to try to use my fingers here to demonstrate it. Here's the brain. Here's someone's brain. Again, this what I'm saying right now is not zone technique. This is just this is just chiropractic one on one. Nothing to do with the zone technique. So here's the brain, and the brain is sending signals down the spinal cord, out of the nerves to the different parts of the body. That's how the body is set up. Now a chiropractor would say, if the spinal column is out of place, they would find the different points in the spinal column that are out of place. And then they would put them in place. Those are called in chiropractic terms, subluxations. Now, let me explain what a subluxation is. A luxation, a luxation, it just means dislocation. Like a medical doctor would look at an x-ray and say, oh, there's a, there's a dislocation there. But subluxation, sub means under. So subluxation means it's not quite a luxation, not, not quite a luxation, not quite a, you know, a dislocation, but it's still out of place a little bit. Now, a medical doctor would look at that x-ray with no dislocations and say, no, it looks fine. There's no dislocations. I'm not doing it. Everything's fine. But a chiropractor says there may be, not be dislocations, but there's a subluxation, meaning it's still a little out of place, not enough to be a dislocation, but it's, it's out of place. And presumably, chiropractors believe that bone being a little out of place puts pressure on a nerve. So that's why they say, let's put these bones back in place in the spine, spinal column, to open up the nerve flow because that subluxation is blocking the nerve. So that is what's known as the safety pin cycle because it's like chiropractors believe that when they put the bones back in place, it's like re, it's like reclipping the safety pin. So everything works in the proper um, cycle from the brain down the cord to the nerves to the organs or the cells and then back to the nerve to the cord to the brain or whatever. But that's the safety pin cycle. That's that's chiropractic 101. So why do I mention that? Because remember, Anthony, the chiropractor is saying the brain is trying to send a signal to the cells, the muscles, or whatever. And if the bone's out of place, that signal from the brain is being interfered with. So by the time that signal gets to where it's going, it's not the proper signal because of the nerve interference from the bone being out of place. But the zone technique is not quite saying that. I mean, the, the zone technique doesn't disagree with that. Zone technique would say, okay, that's fine. But the zone technique would say, what if the brain is unbalanced in the first place? What if the brain is sending the wrong signal to begin with? So just because you relieve the subluxation, big deal. All you've done is taken a faulty brain signal, if the brain was unbalanced, and you've just opened that up to wherever it's going, which is why, Anthony, plenty of people go to chiropractors get all their so-called subluxations adjusted and they still have thyroid problems and uterus problems and blood pressure problems and even muscle problems. But when you get the brain balanced, which because the, the zone technique is not, not an intersegmental bone moving technique, it's a spinal cord stimulation technique to heal the brain. When the brain's sending the right signals, then these healings can take place. So I just wanted to add that. No, it was very, very interesting when going through all that. I mean, that whole chiropractic 101 makes total sense. And I think even just simpler terms for people that have no idea what the hell we're talking about is if you're in a house and your main box is in the garage, whatever, like mine is, and there's any interference with the wires going to 
maybe an outlet. Maybe that, that wire is not going just to one outlet. It's going to multiple light switches and all that stuff. If there's a little interference on it somewhere down the line, you're either not going to get enough power or it's not going to work at all. And your brain works the same exact way as electricity does. Because that's all it really is. It's just electric signals that your brain's shooting down through your nervous system to give your body signals about what to do, where to move, uh, telling your cells where to go, telling him where to heal, what all that fun stuff. That's all just through electric signals shooting down and receiving. So it's sending and receiving information rapidly from all across our body and process this information. So that signal gets some type of interrupted. It could cause issues. And that's a huge thing, period. It's really excellent, cool. Excellent description. You, you should start lecturing at a chiropractic college, man. That was pretty damn good. That was <laughs> better, you sound better than my teachers in chiropractic school. That was really good. I, I love the, the house analogy. Like I always say, like, all right, your GI system is basically your plumbing. You look at home with plumbing, it's got to go through. And if the pipes get clogged and it can't go out to your cesspool, then you have to force you could something. Say, you could say the circulation is like the water system and the nerves are like the electrical system. Yeah, excellent. Yeah. Appreciate it. But yeah, so that's kind of where we're looking at, guys. Just to give you a little more of an example if you're not familiar with the health and fitness world. I want to talk a little more about uh, your techniques on the skull. And you explained getting your brain sending the proper signals because it's something that I'm not familiar with. And I would love to hear a little more sure. specifically yeah. about how you actually process that because it's, it's intriguing. Yeah. But we're going to hop on this on the second half of the show, guys. So I'm just going to take a quick word from our sponsor, and we will be right For us, we know what it's like to feel unhealthy, depressed, and downright defeated. We want to show others there is a right way. And through fitness, you could do anything you set your mind to. Fitness can give you that motivation, confidence, energy you need to bridge that mental gap and prevent you from missing important life events. We understand it's about feeling better, living longer, and being good examples for our kids. We understand this because we live it. And for us, that's the redefined difference. Hey guys, and welcome back. We have Pete here from Zone School talking all about different nerve signals, chiropractic techniques, and his specifically his Zone School technique, which is more from kind of what I understand. It's teaching the brain how to send proper signals throughout your body. We just explained on the other side how your brain's constantly responsible for sending and receiving techniques. So like signals, sorry, <laughs> talking about chiropractic techniques now. <laughs> so constantly processing signals. So he was talking about how do you make sure that it's sending the right types of signals. So I'm going to let you explain that a little more in detail about what exactly kind of specific methods you're doing and what exactly you're looking for going forward. Excellent. So the, the brain, excuse me, the body is like an electrical machine. And just like a car battery has a positive pole and a negative pole, our brain is the positive pole of our body and our spinal cord is the negative pole of our body. And there are certain points in the negative pole that relate to certain points in the positive pole. But for example, I'll just give a random example. Let's take the circulatory system. There's a part of the brain in, the, in, in both caudate nuclei 
in the brain and it controls the circulatory apparatus, heart, veins, arteries, etc. Now, if I feel the back of the head and I can see that that brain center is not balanced because there's, there's connections from these points in the superior nuchal line to the brain and it tells me that these balancing. Then the, the four points in the cord that I would stimulate, I'm just giving this as an example, are C6, T2, T10, L1. Those are the four levels of the spinal cord that I would stimulate, C6, T2, T10, L1. Now, all five other brain centers, I just mentioned the circulatory, there's five other brain centers, they have different sets of four points in the cord, which is the negative pole. Now, if I, you know, as a chiropractor, but like I said, other doctors and healers can stimulate the cord in their own way. But if I, as a chiropractor, adjust those levels of the cord, but again, adjust is the bone, but I'm really stimulating the cord of T2, excuse me, C6, T2, T10, L1, it sends energy up the cord to that brain center, that brain center heals, and now that brain center becomes balanced and is able to send the proper signals out. Now, listen, let's, I have a great example for you, Anthony, which again, I wasn't thinking of, but your question stimulated it in my mind. Let's just say someone has a, oh, let's take an easy one. Let's just say we mentioned before, this woman comes in, she has this woman comes in, she has terrible period cramps. You know, the first day of her period is just miserable. You know, she's taking Advil or whatever she's doing to kind of tolerate this terrible pain. Well, we know that her reproductive organs, uterus, ovaries, whatever, are not balanced. It's, something's not right there because, you know, presumably something's not right there because their cycle is terrible. So if I feel the back of their head and I find, we'll call it the glandular system, needs work. Well, then I know that the part of the brain that controls the glands is not sending the right signals to the glands and the reproductive organs comes out of that system. So I would stimulate the four points for the glands. I'm not going to go through them. It doesn't matter. I, I went through the circulatory points, but there's four different points for the glands. I would stimulate them, sends energy up the cord, resets that brain center. Now the part of the brain that controls the glands is sending the right signals to the glands. The reproductive organs get the right signals they can reset themselves, the cells can regenerate properly. And guess what? In a month or two, that patient's like, yeah, I've, I have my cycle, I felt nothing, I feel perfect, I feel awesome. Remember, this is this is the obvious before and after, because even if someone's listening to the show, Anthony, they're like, well, I don't know about these brain tests, whatever. This woman had debilitating period cramps. She got you know a month and a half, two months of zone adjustments, and now her cycle is perfect. I mean, what is there to talk about? Nothing, I mean, results are results. They, they trump everything. So um, that's an example. Now, let's let's take another one. Oh, by the way, back to the glandular one, not to mention the rest of her glands can start functioning right because that brain center doesn't only govern the reproductive organs, it also governs every gland of the body. So now all her glands can be healthy, whether they were showing up before or not symptomatically. Now, next thing, let's take, um, we'll just take, um, let's see, what's a good one? Let's take uh, the gallbladder. Someone's coming in, they're having kind of gallbladder attacks. They go to the gastroenterologist, you know, they're in a lot of pain. The doctor's not exactly sure, you know, what's even caused it or what to do about it. But nonetheless, they're having, they have a tangible, concrete gallbladder problem, clearly. 
And you know, and at least not only can the, not only does their medical doctor examine their gallbladder and see it has a problem, but they're having gallbladder attacks. I mean, they're in pain, they're suffering, maybe daily. So we check the back of their head. Let's say the digestive system shows up. We know the digestive part of the brain, which by the way is in the fourth ventricle of the brain, is sending the wrong signals to the gallbladder. The gallbladder is trying to function right, but it can't. We stimulate the four, I'll give those four points, C4, T4, T8, L4. We stimulate the four points for the digestion, resets that brain center, might take a few sessions. Now that brain center is sending the right signal out to the gallbladder. And guess what? The gallbladder heals. No more gallbladder attacks. And they go to the doctor. The, gall, the doctor examines their gallbladder, however they do it, and says, yeah, your gallbladder is totally healthy now. So that's some more specific examples. I got a hard question for you. Yeah, I like, I like hard questions. <laughs> All right. And uh, uh, this is just the same thing that's going to be kind of repeating through my head. And I really wanted to kind of work me through this and explain it. Are we taking the assumption that these issues, the period cramps, the gallbladder, are all caused and sent by nerve signals sending down? That there's not an outlying issue that's outside of the nervous system, outside of the signals being sent by the brain, that's causing these people's problems. We're just assuming that it is through these nerve issues that they're having, these signals their brain sending. Well, let me give you a multi-part answer. That's, that is a freaking awesome question. Hopefully I can give an awesome answer. I'll do my best. I hope so. <laughs> I'll do my best. So um, let me give you a multi-part answer to that question. The first part of the answer is this. So what really caused the problem in the first place? Because that's really what your part of your question is. What, you know, why are people sick? Why do people get period cramps? Why do people's gallbladders break down? What causes in the first place? Well, I would say, after helping people since 1993 heal, I would say that 90 plus percent, I would say 95 plus percent, but we'll just say 90 plus percent of what causes people's bodies to break down is from negative emotions. That's what I'll first say. Fear, worry, anger, jealousy, hate. That's what is the cause of disease 95%. And when they're dominated by these negative emotions, it does disintegrate their body and it just shows up where it shows up. We can call it the brain or the cells or whatever. So that's number one. Number two is the question is, how does someone heal then? You know, how does someone heal and what methods can help them heal? And what are these methods doing? What are, what are these methods addressing? Kind of like what you asked. Is it really just a nerve thing or brain thing? Well, here's the cool part. The zone technique, and by the way, the zone, just so you know, if this is a little, you know, uh, you know, I don't know what you call this. If this is zone school, only this much is his own technique. All the rest of this stuff are the high-level principles of healing, which I don't think are taught anywhere else that I know. So I'm teaching high-level metaphysical principles of healing, which let people get these miraculous results. The zone technique is just a little part of it, just the physical aspect of the technique. But with that said, let's explore that, Anthony. Let's just say someone has asthma. Let's just say someone has asthma. Very easy to fix, by the way, but let's just say someone has asthma and a chiropractor, let's even take the zone technique out of the equation. A chiropractor says, oh, they have asthma because their T3 is out of place 
and the nerve to their lungs and bronchial tubes is interfered with. So they're going to adjust their T3, open up the nerves to the lungs and bronchial tubes, and now they're not going to have asthma anymore. Let's just And let's just say that happens. Let's just say that happens. Well, it would seem that the cure, or let's not use the word cure, but it, seemed, it would seem that the solution for asthma is a chiropractic adjustment of T3. But we know that acupuncture, which has been around for 2,500 years, acupuncture fixes asthma. They're not adjusting the T3 bone. So was it really the nerve to the lungs and bronchial tubes that was the problem? I don't know. Seems like it wasn't because the acupuncturist is putting needles in people to open up what's called meridians to help them breathe better. And they do. They have no more asthma. Now, you could go to an American Indian herbalist and they have some herb that American Indians have used for hundreds of years and you take it and now you have no more asthma. So I guess it wasn't necessarily the nerve or the acupuncture. Now, Ayurvedic medicine out of India, it's been around for 4,500 years, long time. They fix asthma with their diet and their Ayurvedic herbs and stuff. So the point is, Anthony, there's many paths to healing. The zone technique and the principles with it are the best, are the best path I know, but there are many other paths because obviously there are people who have never experienced a zone technique session and they heal from all these things with an acupuncturist or a, a herbalist or whatever. So um, that is why I said in zone school, a little part of it is a zone technique, but 90% of zone school are high level principles of healing, which encompass and supersede all these methods of healing. And then you understand why does acupuncture fix asthma? Why does Ayurvedic medicine fix asthma? Why does American Indian herbology fix asthma? Why does maybe some chiropractic, not even zone technique, fix asthma? And that's something that we can't really go into in a you know a short time we have together. But in the 50 hours of material, they will understand the common denominator of all healing. I like it. And I have another hard question for you. <laughs> how, how did I do with the first one? That was good. I just okay, I, okay, I, good. it ties directly into this question. Yeah, you I'm, kinda, one for one, I'm one for one so far. Okay. Yeah. So you, you mentioned it like before. The first thing you said out of your mouth is was talking about emotions and how it directly affects our body. And for those that are super analytical, like I am, I was a math major. So like before I went to psychology, I'm a subject, so I don't ask any math questions. <laughs> yeah, it just my time, my brain thinks everything's analytical. Everything has to be written down, shown proof, whatever. And the I it's been shown time and time again how motions directly affect our bodies even to this extreme level which we've talked about before in the show if you look at the way our red blood cells vibrate based upon our emotional level they vibrate a way of a lower frequency when we're upset and sad than they do when we're happy excited and in love all those types of emotions it's it's directly affected if you want to look at your serotonin levels and just Track it through that way. That's how you get your body up, moving around, and feeling better. So I agree. Now, this is where the question comes in, into play because you went through a bunch of different examples to cure asthma, let's say. Let's say that maybe the brain through these emotions and this cycle is the asthma is actually caused from or maybe exacerbated from 
someone being depressed, which is making it worse, and they're constantly thinking about it and obsessing over it, so they're constantly feeling it, which I see all the time in my industry. My shoulder hurts, my shoulder hurts. Everything they do, they're always thinking about their shoulder, and every time they move it, it hurts, it hurts, it hurts. And then we just say, you're healed. And then they just stop thinking about it. And then, oh my God, it's starting to feel better. And we call that, I didn't do anything, just call it the placebo effect. Because now I took a, a something and I introduced this, okay, you're healed, you're better, you're good. And I convinced this person that they were. Now all of a sudden they start feeling better because they don't have those negative emotions and that obsession tied over that thing thinking about it time and time again or like the period cramps oh here it comes it's gonna be bad it's gonna be bad and then it comes bad so that's kind of where uh, i'm kind of sitting with that i think you know my question now how do you tell the difference between convincing somebody which isn't necessarily a bad thing because if i can tell you you're healed and you're healed that's awesome <laughs> that's a win i don't know if people get upset about the placebo effect if i can tell you that this pill even though it's just literally water will get rid of your issues and it actually gets rid of your issues because you convinced yourself that it does, then that's a win in every healers, MDs, whatever's life. So walk us through that a little bit. Okay. So a couple things. So first of all, first of all, like you said, results are results. So let's just say, you know, I'll give you an example. Let's say someone comes to me and they have a condition that no one else could help. Really? I mean, no one, by the way, I didn't mention Anthony, I should mention this. And, and it's in the context of what, I, what I'm about to say when I say that no one else could help someone with something. You know, most chiropractors, Anthony, we, I think you'd agree, their patient base lives probably within 45 minutes of their office. It's like, a, like they're here and probably almost everyone who comes to them is, you know, in a 45 yeah. minute radius of their office. And they might have one patient who loves them. They drive two hours, but most chiropractors, most medical doctors, most acupuncturists, most healers of any type, their patients are about 45 minutes away from them or less. So, and I'm going to tell you something, and there's a reason I'm telling you this. And I'll tell you, first I'll tell you what, then I'll tell you the reason I'm bringing it up. In the many years of practice that I've done, I've had people fly into me from 30 different countries and cities around the world. People have flown into me from Guam, Hawaii, New York, Chicago, Texas, Europe, whatever. So, and then not only have people flown into me from 30 different countries and cities around the world, I've had people drive, I've had over two of my many patients, I've had over 200 patients drive four hours each way to see me. That's eight hours of driving for three minutes with me. That should tell you something about the results. So why am I talking about this? Why do I mention that? I'm mentioning it because the results are so freaking powerful that people are flying in for this stuff. Now, so when I say, yeah, someone comes to me, maybe they flew to me, they've tried, you know, three other chiropractors and this or whatever, and it seemingly have like a liver problem, something that's is in, unsolvable up until then. They went to the Mayo Clinic, they went unsolvable. And then they come to me and heal, totally healed, objectively healed. They go back to the doctor, they take blood tests, but they, they are totally healed. They feel amazing and it's objectively confirmed they're healed. Let's just say someone says, Pete, I wonder, you know, you're pretty confident and people know, you know, that people are, uh, people are flying to you from all over the world. That's maybe it just created this placebo effect around you where people are just like expecting to get better. Um, how much 
of what actually occurred in their healing was from this zone technique on a physical level and how much of it was even an inadvertent placebo effect. Let's say someone said that to me. My attitude is I don't know and I don't care because this person had a severe liver problem. Now they don't like, I, I don't care. Like this person had a severe liver problem. They went to the Mayo Clinic. They could not help them. They went to acupuncture. They went to a naturopath. They went to a car. They came to me. They got all better. So that's that. So let me just, the first part of my answer is I don't know or care. But since you asked it, I'm still going to go into that further. The next thing I'll say is this. If it was just as simple as, let's just say, let's just say it was a simple, let, let's say it was that simple. And I just, in my zone school, I said, you know, zone school, it's not 50. The base, by the way, because zone school, we have advanced courses too. I have about 400 hours of material, but just the basic course is 50 hours. So let's say I said, you know, I'm not going to make zone school 50 hours. I'll make it 10 minutes. And I'll just tell everyone, look, when your patient comes in, just tell them you're going to do X, Y, Z, they're going to get better. I mean, if it was that simple, then it would, be, it would be that simple, but it's not that simple. There's an intricacy to contacting a patient's subconscious and having them accept the idea of health and healing, which ultimately in some loose way is connected to what people call the placebo effect, even though the problem with the word placebo effect is that it has about 30 different definitions, depending who you ask about the placebo effect. So I always hesitate to talk about the placebo effect because it's defined in 30 different ways. But with, with that said, with that said, there is a common denominator of healing. And when I'm, I'm just, I'm just brushing over this subject deserves a 20 hour talk. I'm just brushing over it in a couple minutes, but when a doctor or healer knows how to contact a patient's subconscious, and certain ideas are accepted in that subconscious of the patient, that most likely that new idea of healing and health will manifest in the patient's body. And you alluded to it before when a patient's, you know, suffering with X, Y, Z, and you say, no, I'm going to do this. You're going to be all better. And they just accept that and they get all better. Now, you know, there was a really interesting um, example. I don't think you're familiar with this, but it's, it's quite interesting. I read this, um, what I'm telling you, I read in a British medical journal. So what I'm, what I'm going to tell you, I read it in a British medical journal. And it was about a guy in England, I believe. And I think the year was about 1900. So we're talking roughly 120 something years ago, right? So around 1900, there was a, it's a true, true story. There was a prisoner on death row, prisoner on death row in England. And some of the medical authorities in England at the time were kind of understanding some of this stuff with the subconscious and, you know, the effect on the body. Um, so they wanted to, they were doing some experiments on people to kind of like see how this works. So, of course, this guy was on death row. They were going to execute him. So they figured we'll just experiment on him because they're going to kill him anyway. I'm not, I'm not saying it was right or wrong. I'm just repeating the story. But anyway, um, what they did was they told this guy that they were going to cut a little slit in the back of his neck and then he was going to bleed to death. That's what they told him. So what they did was they, they blindfolded him and they did cut a slit in the back of his neck. But they sealed it immediately. 
So he did, he didn't lose any blood, or he he might he might have lost a drop of blood when they slid it, but he he either lost no blood at all or one drop of blood. They sealed it. He didn't know they sealed it. He was blindfolded, and they dripped they dripped water over the cut. So he he had a sensation of bleeding to death down his back, and they had you know medical doctors observing this whatever. So two things happened. Number one is he died in six minutes. He was dead, dead in six minutes. And number two, in those six minutes, his body displayed all those incremental steps of someone bleeding to death. So, of course, this is a that's a very negative kind of sad example, but it shows you the power of an idea accepted in the subconscious mind because they. They, that was very powerful. They bypassed his conscious mind. I mean, he was almost like under hypnosis with them. And then he accepted that. He accepted it first consciously, but it went into his subconscious. And that's what happened. So on a positive note, if a patient can accept an idea of health, their body, their body can heal immediately. In fact, there's a, there's a religious shrine in Lourdes, France. I don't know if I'm pronouncing it right, but Lourdes or Lourdes, France. And, um, you know, it, it's, it's a, these people have this idea, which I'm not saying is not true. I'm just saying they have this idea that they're at this religious uh, place and, you know, the, the atmosphere is a holy atmosphere. And they have, like, I think some water you can go in. The water that you can kind of bathe in is like a holy water. And they're famous. They have, like, all these crutches and all stuff, like, pinned on the wall because people come in. They're, like, half dead. And they have this experience in the water, whatever, they just like walk right out. So that's, that's like the, you know, so of course, that's a very powerful idea. You know, they, they think, you know, God is somehow healing them, which I'm not saying it's not happening. I'm just saying it's a very powerful idea to accept. And when they accept that idea, their bodies have these miraculous healings of A, things that are not supposed to be able to heal, that heal, or B, things that are supposed to heal that take, you know, X amount of months, they heal in two minutes. Yeah, that's, that's the answer. <laughs> that was a great, yeah, two for two, two for two, that was a great like explanation of the power of the subconscious. And it's time, it was time and time and time and time and time and time again. And the, I didn't know about the prison example. So that was a really good one that like, cause you hear about that stuff all the time. People convince themselves and they are, this is X, Y, Z, blah, 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 definitely. And then it's just so not true and that they just don't understand what's going on around them. But Pete, we're actually running out of time. So I'm going to ask you the final two questions that I ask everyone, which the first one is, if you were to summarize this episode in one or two sentences, what would be your take-home message to everybody? I'd say informative and fun. Informative and fun. I love that. Great one. And then the second one, which is the easiest one for you, the whole entire show, I promise, is how can people find you, get a hold of you? How can they find out more about Zone School? Take it away. Excellent. So anyone who's listening to this who is a chiropractor or any kind of doctor or healer who wants to join Zone School, go to zoneschoolofhealing.com. Zoneschoolofhealing.com. You can find out more about Zone School. You can enroll right on the homepage. You can join the school, which gives you immediate and lifetime access to about, about 50 hours of me teaching you. So it's an online program. You could be anywhere in the world. And I also, on the website, if you click on live events, 
you will see that I do teach live events. They are optional and supplemental. However, they're incredible. You can attend a live event also if you want. And if you are a lay person who is not a doctor or healer of any type, maybe you're maybe you're an accountant or something, but you're listening to Anthony's show and you want to experience the zone technique, we do have also on zoneschoolofhealing.com a directory which gives you a directory of certified zone school practitioners. And you can go to the directory and I believe you put in your zip code and it will tell you who's close to you if you want to experience it. That's amazing. Good to know. Thank you so much. And thank you for joining us in this week's episode of Health and Fitness Redefined. Don't forget, hit that subscribe button and join us next week as we dive deeper into this ever-changing field. And remember, fitness is medicine. Until next time.